This is John and Ann's Wrestling Podcast, where John knows way too much about wrestling and Ann doesn't know enough. Here we go. Okay, we're recording now, so we can start talking about wrestling. We can start talking about wrestling. Well, you know, um, it's been a big week for wrestling. Big couple of weeks, you know, mm-hmm. lots of stuff has happened. Didn't we record last week? Yeah, we did. Yeah, but I was still just saying because I was oh. saying it's a big week because Survivor Series happened, but then also I was like, I guess Full Gear happened right before that. So yeah, and Thanksgiving happened in the middle. Um, it did. This Thanksgiving was happened in the middle. One of the only Survivor Series is without Survivor Series matches. Wait, usually what they do, you do mean? the Survivor Series match, which is sometimes it's four or five, usually five on five tag team matches mm-hmm. so f- teams of five versus teams of five and their elimination style mm-hmm. so you would uh the win you know you can get eliminated like somebody can be eliminated the match isn't over so it can go to like four on like four on five and it could be down to like one versus five people if somebody's whole team gets eliminated mm-hmm. um and people have come back from like one on four situations and stuff mm-hmm. um so those can be very dramatic fun matches uh but those traditionally are what the Survivor Series is. Mm-hmm. It's like not a tournament at all. It's just a series of matches usually where it's four or five on five elimination matches. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can be really fun. They're also usually largely pointless. Uh, they don't, they're never like, I mean, sometimes they're like, there's a stipulation where it's for something. Like in 2014, I think it was... Uh, it was like John Cena's team versus the authority, which is triple H and Stephanie's team. Mm-hmm. And like, if the authority lost that, if their team lost, then they like lose power mm. or something. Um, and so, and if Cena's team lost and like all of them would be fired or something, except mm-hmm. for Cena, I think, which was really funny. It's yeah. like, he had nothing on the line. Mm-hmm. It's like, Hey, do you want to put your career on the line? I'm putting nothing on the line. I yeah. think that was true. I may be misremembering that, but, uh, that was also one of the best ones because that was where Dolph Ziggler, it was down to like Dolph Ziggler against like three guys. And I was like, and Dolph Ziggler was not like really treated as like a main event guy. Mm-hmm. And you would just, usually what would happen is it'd be like Cena versus everybody. And then Cena would come back and just like beat everybody regardless mm-hmm. of whatever was going on. Um, but Cena got eliminated, albeit from like a turn, like a heel turn situation. But Ziggler came back and he beat everybody. It was really fun. Um, but anyway, there weren't any of those this year. Sometimes they do like four on four. Sometimes they do tag teams. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you're, you know, there's like 10 people on each team. But if like your partner gets eliminated, then you're also eliminated because you just they eliminate by team. So it doesn't go on forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they didn't have any of those. They did instead. This was the uh, the war games. Oh, Survivor okay. Series war games. And they had war games this year. Oh, so they were specified that it wasn't going to be. Okay, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it varies. Some some Survivor Series will have, like, a bunch of those matches. Some they'll, they'll have, like, you know, three, or sometimes they'll only have, like, one of those matches, and it won't even be that important, you know? Mm-hmm. They'll just, like, have it to have it. Yeah. Um, but this year, yeah, this is... I think it was only, like, the third Survivor Series ever or something that didn't have... Oh, one of the big Survivor Series matches that did happen that was, like, a Survivor Series tag team match that had, like, a big stipulation was the end of... The WWF versus WCW ECW Alliance Invasion storyline that um, overtook the wrestling world in summer to fall of 2001 and is often considered one of the worst storyline feud situations of all time because of how like just disappointing it was because they didn't bring in anybody from uh, they bought WCW and ECW uh, and then WWF they didn't. They, like a lot of the WCW contracts were super expensive because they was mm-hmm. like Time Warner and they just didn't they just spent money oh. and so they uh, they didn't want to pay for like Hulk Hogan's contract or Goldberg's contract or Sting or like any of the big mm-hmm. big big WCW guys so they mm-hmm. brought in like Booker T who was a sizable star Diamond Dallas Page who was a big star like both those guys are like main event stars mm-hmm. and it was like pretty much just them and then a bunch of like undercard wcw guys so it just it wasn't like you know in the 90s wwf versus wcw would have been like 
Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Hollywood Hogan or Stone Cold mm-hmm. Steve Austin versus Goldberg or The Rock versus Hogan or yeah. whatever. Like, you know, those, but they did, didn't, you know, DX versus NWO, but they just like mm-hmm. didn't bring any of those guys over. So it just like didn't really take it out. It was like Booker T and DDP. And then Steve, the, the final, um, the last two people in the WWF versus WCW ECW Survivor Series match, which was decide to decide which companies would continue on. Mm-hmm. The losing company would go out of business. Uh-huh. Was Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock, which is just like the two biggest WWF stars. Mm. So it's like there's no WCW. That entire WCW team, I can't even remember who. The ECW is fine because the ECW guys' contracts are pretty cheap, so they had like most of the big ECW guys, like Rob mm-hmm. Van Dam and the Dudleys were already there. Rhino is kind of a big. So they had some ECW guys, but um. Yeah, the WCW ones. Anyway, none of that happened this year. They did War Games instead. (laughs) Sorry, I went on for a real long tangent about that. That's okay. Um, So they did War Games instead. I watched the women's War Games, Mm -hmm. and I liked that a lot. That was fun. uh, Yeah, it was really good. And then I was done. And then you were done. Did you watch the... I watched the other women's match. No, I didn't watch the ending. I watched... I know you didn't watch the main event, but I think you... Did you not watch the US title match, Triple Threat? Maybe you didn't watch that. Oh, I did. Who was in that? Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, and Austin Theory. Yeah, I did watch that. I didn't pay close attention, though. Here's the thing. I constantly forget the WWE has male wrestlers. Wow. And I love that for Mm -hmm. me. I tweeted exactly that Mm -hmm. the other day. Um, Because their women's division is just so awesome that, like, I watched that women's war games match, and I'm like done <laughs> it was a, it was a good I am match. It was done fun. it's like having a really good steak and then you're like okay and people are like do you want another steak and you're like no i had a steak it is weird that i i could eat a i could eat a pizza after a steak um i didn't ask if you wanted a pizza after a steak i asked if you wanted another steak i could eat a steak i could eat two steaks i don't want you to try to eat two steaks uh, no you could not oh uh, it's just protein um <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing Tim Allen. No, no. no. <laughs> I don't know why you're trying to undercut my personal preferences. No, I was just, I was just trying to. But what was the other women's match? There was um. The was other it, women's match was it was Ronda. No, yeah. It was Ronda Rousey defending the SmackDown Women's Title. Yeah, against with Shayna Baszler as her manager. Shotzi, yeah, against Shotzi. Yeah, that wasn't very good. It wasn't very good. I couldn't really tell whose fault it was. Um, there was afterwards a big. Uh, uh, last night on Twitter, there was a trend of fire ronda rousey that's been trending for days yeah and i've been trying to figure out why and i think it's just a bunch of sasha banks fans that's what it that's what it seems like people mm-hmm. were saying i was looking on reddit and people were saying it was uh um sasha banks fans I, there apparently there may have been a fake ronda rousey account that tweeted some like shit at fans and then like oh. shit on sasha banks and then people got mad but i mean ronda rousey's always like Pretty much every Ronda Rousey thread, people bring up like the Sandy Hook uh, denial oh, conspiracy yeah. theories and well, also, transphobic like, uh, stuff. About yeah, I mean, Twitter trends are also largely meaningless yeah. now because people will just people will just oh, yeah. tweet about something because it's trending. So it's yeah. not like it's no longer an organic measurement of stuff people yeah, care yeah. about. It's now it's just like yeah, a bunch of bot accounts are tweeting this. Yeah, I don't know if you know, like Twitter's like not doing good. Yeah, Twitter is kind of a mess. Um, like it's not, not a very reliable source of information. No, come to find out. Um, no, yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's. But been... I did see a lot of those tweets, and a lot of them were people posting pictures of Sasha Banks with hashtag Fire Ronda Rousey, which is a, honestly a mindset I can get behind. No offense to Ronda, I don't know her personally. I don't wish her ill. I just, you know, she's not. As I joked to you when we were watching that match. When she and Shayna Baszler were standing next to each other, I was like, oh, I can kind of tell them apart now. Yeah. Like, because really, it's like how many brunettes from UFC. Yeah. I guess Ronda's kind of a blonde. Is she blonde? I feel like we had, have we had this exact we, I discussion. I think we've had this exact I think discussion. Shayna Baszler's hair is definitely darker than Ronda Rousey's. That is for sure. Sure. But I, I would not call Ronda Rousey a blonde. And I just. A dirty blonde. And also, I just like, I don't know. Strong Again, as one? we've established before, I don't care about MMA or UFC. No, neither So, do like, I. if somebody's she whole doesn't... thing is like, I'm a real UFC fighter, I'm like, cool, that's not why I watch wrestling. Yeah, if gotta... I wanted to watch UFC, I would watch UFC. Yeah, if you're going to be a UFC <laughs> person that comes into wrestling, you gotta, gotta, like, be like Ken Shamrock and be like, because Shamrock 
was a big UFC fighter. He's also a UFC fighter in the days when it literally was like just blood sport. <laughs> like mm-hmm. there were no rules. It was just yeah. like this guy knows how to box and this guy knows how to wrestle. So we're just going to put him in there yeah. and just see which one's better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he came to WWF, he was like a psycho. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like not really, but like his character was like he was super intense. Yeah. He took to wrestling really well. So like it can work. But yeah. it you got to I mean, Ronda's not completely worthless but she's not she she does have like a somewhat of an it factor and she can be interesting to watch but and she's had some some good matches but it's not consistent she can't really do a promo Shayna Baszler is a much better version of her in wrestling because she's an MMA fighter she was from UFC but she's really good at professional wrestling Mm -hmm. I think Shayna Baszler is one of the best people they have on the roster period and I loved her in NXT and I wish she was the the lead and ronda rousey was her sidekick but ronda rousey's more famous and she yeah. ronda rousey was also much more successful in ufc than Shayna baszler was but I, she was there longer anyway but mm-hmm. uh Shayna baszler came into wrestling years ago like 10 years ago or something at this point she did ufc for a little while and then went into wrestling she's been wrestling for like 10 years and then she came into wwe a couple of years ago and she's been and she was wrestling in like the independence and shine which is the, mm-hmm. i think and shimmer those are like um a few women's indie promotions and uh She's. I'm hoping this at least goes to where Shayna like, uh, stands up for herself or whatever. Oh yeah, you were saying you hope yeah. Shayna and Ronda had a had a because they probably could have a good match. But we, you often confuse Ronda Rousey with Rhea Ripley. Well, not anymore because okay. now I'm very familiar with who Rhea Ripley is because of Judgment Day. Yeah, and so she looks like a lot different. From she Ronda looks a lot point. different now. She used to look like it's funny when you Google her. She looks completely different when you Google oh, her yeah. because she's really changed her look up. But I love her now. Rhea she's Ripley great. is awesome. She's a star. I think she's like I was watching a like a little bit uh, like the Judgment Day, and I was like, oh, she's like the best one in this whole. Uh, yeah, group. she's, she's like definitely the, she's the best. The most one. rounded. She was just like sitting on the apron, just reacting to something she yeah. wasn't even wrestling and i was like oh man she just like gets it she's, she's like a, a performer yeah. yeah and this is the thing that like with people like like ronda rousey that's so frustrating is like i'm again i'm not here to watch mma we can watch mma it exists yeah exactly like we can just go watch that if that's what we want we come to wrestling for story and performance yeah you can build a drama in a way and you can do like different moves like this kind of stuff you can watch people do in wrestling it's totally different that people yeah. aren't going to do moonsaults in mma unless they want to die like yeah. I mean, unless well, and also, how could you because it's not scripted so you can't you know like in wrestling they can yeah. build up to these huge spots because everybody knows that we're building to that spot yeah, exactly. we're not actually trying to kill each other yeah exactly <laughs> and that's why like a lot of i've tried to watch mma fights before and it's like it's not that I don't appreciate their skill or whatever. I just, it's not interesting to watch. Yeah. Which is when people, this is the same thing that comes up with um, when it's so funny to me when like wrestlers get mad about professional wrestling, like people mm-hmm. who've done like collegiate wrestlers or yeah. whatever. Cause I'm like, you know, it's not the same thing, right? Yeah. Like it's a totally different. And when pe- they get mad at like people being like professional wrestling being more popular, it's like, yes, of course it's popular. One of them is. <laughs> A form of entertainment. It's designed. It's designed for people to want to watch it. Yeah. The other thing is just an athletic competition that people can watch, but is really just for you. Yeah. To be to learn the skills and like you know I mean yeah. sports aren't necessarily intended for spectators. It's just that they can be interesting to watch and people watch them. But then when you compare it to something that's like just for entertainment, obviously. Yeah. It's going to be more entertaining. It's made just for that. And that's why we come to professional wrestling. Yes. And that's why we need people who can do characters and give face. We need people who can give and pull face. uh, I forget that in wrestling it's pull face. I know. That's just what William Regal said one time. In cheerleading, it's, I think, give face. Um, Uh, What are we talking about? (laughs) What? Giving face? That That doesn't sound good. What do you mean? I don't. You probably mean like. Are you saying like face the audience? Like, like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like do a face face that people respond to. Like give them a face. I think it just sounds. You think it sounds sexual? Yeah, I was like, even though it doesn't. Even pulling face, it's not give head. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think that's where I was getting. Yeah, that's where you were getting it because there. But unfortunately for you, in that two word phrase, one of the words is a different word, so it doesn't mean the same thing. Okay. But anyway. So, pulling face, pulling, pulling a face. Yeah. Pulling a face, though, sounds like a naughty thing a child does. 
I was just pulling a face. Yeah, are you, pu- are you pulling a face at me? I mean, to be fair, William Regal's, I think, the only person I've ever heard use that phrase. I think it does. And he mean is that. very British. Yeah. And because uh, he was just saying that was one of the things he was good at. Yeah. Pulling faces. But which wrestle, he is. wrestling needs act outs. It needs that kind of performance in order to be interesting. And if you're not going to do that and you're just going to pretend that you're a professional athlete who's just doing a professional sport, it's boring because I can see that anywhere. Yeah. I mean, it it can work. It just, you I still don't have think to it like, works. well, you still have to like present it well because there are people that, um, have been successful. Who do you think that works with? I'm trying to think of somebody Who's off the top of my head. a straightforward wrestler who just acts like they're a regular athlete? I mean, that's what Brian Danielson kind of used to do. But he did. He, I mean, he does do all the stuff that you're talking about. But he does do it in a like. He does present as like I am a wrestler. Um, well, I mean, I'm talking about in like the Ronda Rousey sense of like. I'm sure. A, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm an MMA fighter. And yeah. If you're is... just coasting on that, then yeah, you you need you need to be doing a lot of stuff because Brian Danielson still does like all so of didn't the. Didn't Brian Danielson like make a wooden belt? He did. No, he does yeah, all like, this he stuff. Does, he does like also, crazy he knows, shit. He's much. He's like he's a kind of a master at like manipulating the crowd too. Yeah. And so like he's doing all that stuff. He just, his character is just presented often as like, yeah, that's I wrestle. the, what I'm talking yes, about. Sure, yeah. Like you have to have a character and you You're have right. to be building and playing off the audience. I think that's what, all I meant is that you have to, mm-hmm. I was basically just agreeing with you, I guess. Yeah. Well, good. Cause if you hadn't been agreeing with me, Oh boy. Oh, here we go. Um, 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 well, Wait, what was I saying? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, well, Rhea We're Ripley talking is the best about fire one Ronda Rousey. Uh, I I feel bad because I don't think anyone should get fired. I, I hate I hate the I idea. I mean, of I don't want anybody fired. to get fired. She it does seem like she kind of sucks, though. I mean, yeah. I don't really care. I don't know. I just, I just um. She apologized for the Sandy Hook thing, though, didn't she? She did apologize for the Sandy Hook thing. And it was like a misunderstanding on her end, she said, where she like shared something that was like... it wasn't... I mean, it was a misunderstanding insofar as she thought that it was not real. (laughs) (laughs) She misunderstood that it was... That children died. She, I thought, sure, it, was, yeah, I I mean, thought it was just a thing where she shared a video or something. Oh, no. I'm thinking of... I'm thinking of the Black Panther girl. I'm getting her confused with the girl from Black Panther, who was the anti-vax oh, person. Oh, Shuri? Yeah, uh, Letitia Wright? Yeah, I'm thinking of Letitia Wright, who did recently get upset because the Hollywood Reporter, I don't know if you saw this, like wrote an article about like complicated Oscar nominees or something, hmm. and included her alongside like people who'd been like accused of sexual assault and stuff. Oh, yeah, that is kind of And shitty. she came out and was like, listen, I shared a video two years ago and apologized for it you know and and have since like like, and i don't bother people on set about this i don't talk about this anymore like i like there's no reason for anyone to hate me and it's like yeah um so i think i got her confused with okay no yeah i look i nobody's more ready to forgive shuri than me i want so i (laughs) want desperately to be like look you know she no people really rallied around her no that's good Um, that's good and she was great in that movie Um, honestly the anti-vax people are really winning i think they have one They've definitely won, but like yeah, nobody does anything anymore. Nobody no, does nobody anybody. does anything anymore. Yeah. And now like we're all gonna die. Hollywood COVID. celebrities and rich people are all like coming out of the woodwork as anti-vax people. Yeah, so it's like it's really sad. We're all gonna die of COVID. Um, yeah, we should just enjoy wrestling. Uh, I mean, just imagine when the next pandemic comes and it's a virus that's much worse. But now we've established that no one wants to do anything to prevent it. Yeah, and so, if you, and also like even if they do decide that they want to, like a lot of them can't because they've been like they've established now that yeah, it's part of everyone's brand yeah. to be cynical about it. So yeah, now when so you can't, Ebola comes or smallpox or whatever, and it's gonna be yeah, it's only probably gonna be or whatever you know whatever chemical COVID's gonna weapon continue to mutate because we didn't kill it when we had the chance. Um, so we, you know, uh, there was some other, oh, it was monkeypox. That was the one. Oh yeah. Monkeypox. We, yeah, we didn't, um, but yeah, whichever biochemical weapon, uh, is released on us next, yeah. uh, we will have absolutely no defense against yeah. it because we've established that nobody gives a shit. Since this is a wrestling podcast, we'll say the next one's going to be called X-Pox. What does that mean? X-Pox is a wrestler. Oh, I thought it was like a play on Xbox. No, but that's are you going to get that AEW game? Yeah, might even be fun. Yeah, I haven't gotten a wrestling game. I used to get like so many of my favorite games of all time are wrestling games. WWF No Mercy for Nintendo sixty four is like I've played hundreds of hours of that game. Mm. Uh, I used to like play it on hard. I don't play most games on hard. I just played it so much now, that to and then clarify what um. 
This was on N64, so you were how old? Teenager. Okay. I was like 15 when that game came out. Okay. I just want to clarify when you spent hours doing this and why it might have been fun for you. (laughs) Yeah, no, I was just, it was, I would stay up to like four in the morning. Not that I'm doubting you that it was fun. I'm just saying like. Yeah, it was. It might be a different experience now. Oh, I mean, no, that game is still great. That's actually the game they're modeling AW5 Forever off of. Oh, okay. That's that like type of game engine. Um, it's a very like simple mm-hmm. grappling system. So it's it, it's uh yeah. No, I mean I Can was a loser in high school. Is that what we're saying? I was. No, I didn't that's do a not lot. what I was saying. I, I was, a lot of video games. I was. I wanted to clarify that you didn't just recently play that game. No. Oh no no no. I would. Okay, then do it. I will. I'll get AEW Fight Forever. It'll be similar. and then Fine. Well, is it two-player? Can I play? It's two-player. You can kick my ass. That's what I wanted to know. I wanted to know if it was something you could play with friends. Yes, we can play with friends. We can have a whole party come over and all play AEW Fight Forever. And if anybody doesn't want to, they have to leave. Yeah, and our neighbors can all come up to our door and be like, can you please quiet down? Yeah. And we'll be like, are you fucking kidding us? Our neighbors who are... It's, truly, I've never... I wish I had... 10% of the dedication to anything in my life that our upstairs neighbor has about playing video games online. Yeah. I've never, it's truly every night for like six or seven hours straight, mm-hmm. I can hear him come home at like 6 p.m., run up the stairs. He's not doing it now, though. He's not, but he will be soon, I'm sure. I <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know what his job is. Maybe he sometimes works nights, but almost every night I can hear him come upstairs and it's like literally within like students within I'm like 10 minutes or something. Students. I can. It's like as soon as he gets home, mm-hmm. he, I can hear him start going, dude, dude. Yeah. On the, and then he also it's so funny because he gets up and like stomps his feet around or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I've been that animated playing games where especially when you're talking to somebody like you're hanging out with your friends. I get it. They've definitely never had an apartment before. They've definitely never had an apartment above somebody before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it'll just be very funny. Uh, but I'm excited that. to play the AEW game. I think that'll be fun. I think, I should, think it'll be great. Uh, I can't wait to see if CM Punk is still in it. And if he's on the co- I think they're It'd be funny the if there cover. was a character that was clearly supposed to be CM Punk, but it's just like a guy they made up. Yeah. <laughs> like... Semen, semen junk. Semen junk. I would like, love semen junk. And he's like a navy guy who has garbage with him. Semen all the time. junk. <laughs> um. Yeah. That sounds like giving face. Yeah, semen it's junk. Gross. Just um, gross. Sorry. Uh. Yeah. I can't wait to play a semen junk. Um. There was a character in Chikara, which was like, kind of the jokey, um, silly indie promotion and it was a big uh it was a guy in like a, a mascot outfit of a mm-hmm. chipmunk mm. but he was dressed like cm punk and he, his name was cp monk oh yeah and cm punk got really mad apparently <laughs> and it's just so funny it's like yeah he just never liked fun you know he just i think it'd be funny to do like something like that where it's like uh a bm funk and it's like a poopy guy. Like it's CM Punk, yeah. but his head has been replaced with the poo emoji. Bowel movement. Funk. And it's funky because it smells. Or um, DM skunk. And it's like a skunk with uh, dice from Dungeons and Dragons. Sure. Dungeon Master skunk. Yeah. Great. Uh, uh, <laughs> e em hunk and it's like a hunky guy who's into electronic music yeah that's great i love that yeah guy. i guess that's awesome mm-hmm. or like terrible yeah <laughs> um kind of like cm punk yeah um so anyway was- i uh, either way i hope they have cm punk in the game but that they don't call him that and he just they put a little hat on him so it wouldn't be recognizable yeah, yeah. no no, like, no that's not clearly CM punk. clearly cm punk but he has a hat on no that's the guy with a hat and they're like this is steve what are you talking about it's steve hatman steve hat hat guy tony what are you free hat is his name. free hat <laughs> no cm punk's not in the game he's got um uh my little tony Khan um impression but uh it is funny how you did that impression for me for so long and i went so long without actually seeing tony khan speak at a live event and i kept thinking 
Because uh, I was watching, him, I would watch him on other things, and I'd be like, "You're being unfair." He's a perfectly normal man, and he mm-hmm. speaks fine. And then, literally, when we were at uh, Rampage, Rampage yeah. and he was out there, you couldn't understand a word he was totally saying. incomprehensible. I Just think you screaming. I think you nailed it that he like he can't. He's fine, and like when he's talking at like the press scrums, yeah. And he's like eloquent and he's totally fine. And then, but when he tries to yell, I think he just can't yell. He gets like too intense. Yeah. He tries to have that like intense, instead of just like calmly saying what he wants to say. Yeah. And then he just loses everything. And he's just, you're going, you're going to get what you want to get. You're going to get up tonight. It's just like, just. Yeah. It's like he can't um, project. He can't. That's true. Which is funny. Because he doesn't have to because he has a microphone. No, but he wants to do that Vince McMahon of like, like, you're. You yeah, know, he, he wants, wants to do that. He's trying to do that, but he's not projecting. I mean, Vince, you know, for all his flaws, he's a hell of a performer. I, I don't know if he's just a natural at it or if it's just because he was surrounded by it for his entire adult life. He's a natural at a lot of things. He is. And performing is the only good one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but like, I, even if you watch one of my favorite clips to like rewatch is Mick Foley, Mankind, winning the WWF title for the first time. Mm-hmm. It's got like one of the, maybe the biggest pop of all time in wrestling when mm-hmm. Steve Austin comes out to like help him and just the whole thing of like Vince selling because Vince didn't want Mankind to be champion. He wanted mm-hmm. The Rock to be champion. Yeah. And he hated Mankind. He hated Austin more. And then when Mankind wins and it's Vince just <laughs> losing his mind, he's just like about to have a heart attack. Uh-huh. He's, just, he's just so good. He's like, can't even like, he's like bubbling with anger. Um, He's just so yeah. good at it. And it's like, I know that's what, Tony wants to be. You know who Vince reminds me of in a sick way? MJF. Oh, yeah, for sure. Very much in the faces that they pull. Yes. Like they're, they're, the way they get mad yeah. and their eyes bug out and their face gets all red and they M- shake. MJF is like essentially the same character. He's yeah, like, he really is. He's, like, he's an entitled rich guy who wants everything to go the way he wants it to and go. And if it mean. doesn't, he gets he's mean and he gets mad. Yeah. And he would be a great like authority figure for something. Yeah. Didn't um, I tell you that I thought what he should do, I maybe even said it on this podcast, I thought he should align himself with Tony Khan and just mm-hmm. be like Tony Khan's, like a uh, uh, guy who has Tony Khan's ear. And, oh, like, yeah. I think you pitched this for Jericho. Manipulates him. Well, I think that's what Jericho kind of, not is, but kind of the role Jericho's in right now mm-hmm. is like the wrestler who is has the boss's ear and like probably i mean jericho's like the most seasoned yeah and i mean it's not i don't think they do that outwardly in a performance sense but like that's clearly like the actual dynamics but i think this should be like a storyline where like mjf has tony khan in his pocket Mm. and just kind of rules AEW with an iron fist he's got uh he's got the tapes tony yeah really like you know he yeah um or like you know he just bullies Tony, and then Tony has to learn to stand up for himself. It's like a yeah, whole... Yeah, that, that would be fun. I mean, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Anyway, hire like... me to write for AEW. I got lots of ideas. I don't think they have writers. Maybe they. Maybe you'll be the first. Do they really not have writers? They have, uh, like, Tony Khan, I think, does all the creative stuff. I think he has, like, people he'll listen to, but for the most part, he books all the stuff. And then they have, like, uh, road agents, like, um, wrestlers, old wrestlers and stuff that produce help put together matches that's interesting um, they don't have like writers like wwe because they don't script promos and stuff mm. um yeah yeah mjf did tell me he was he did not use a script but i didn't know yeah. if i believe it i think not. if no i mean he probably has like bullet points or, or something mm. yeah um yeah i mean i believe that that's wild that's how wrestling always was nobody ever they didn't really script they never really i, I don't think before wwe like post 2005 or something i don't think they're uh, scripting full promos was ever a thing in wrestling they just started to do it because they started to like want it. they became the only game in town they started wanting to like kind of create a cinematic universe they wanted wrestling to just be like what they wanted it to be and they wanted mm-hmm. to just create a very like they wanted to control all aspects of it mm-hmm. and as they became more and more they're a publicly traded company they wanted to attract more like children and families and stuff so i think they wanted to make sure it was like they didn't want anything to go off the rails. They didn't want like they kind of made they were made successful by unpredictability, mm-hmm. and then they wanted absolutely nothing to do with unpredictability after that. They wanted mm-hmm. to make sure everything was as controlled as possible. Yeah, Triple H, let's go with that a little bit now. So I think mm-hmm. there could be if MJF if MJF were to go to WWE, if they had signed him when he wanted them to sign him, he never would have not scripted a promo. Like he would have. 
He wouldn't Every, be the same guy. No, he wouldn't. And so he would be now, miserable. He would be miserable, absolutely. And he would have left WWE and hated it. The I mean, he could he could be successful there because he has all the the right skills to be successful there. But mm-hmm. but I don't know if he would have if they would have killed his passion or what. But he um, it was good for him to go elsewhere. If he went to WWE now under Triple H, being the sizable star that he is, I think they would let him get away with not having things be fully scripted. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't know. It's I, I don't know what the situation is over there right now with writing promos. I know they still have writers. Well, um, I think he would hate. He would hate to have a script. He would hate to have a script. I don't know that that you know. That's why I'm thinking like they could have. But he could be exempt or not. I don't know. It depends. I don't know. It's got, it, it would probably come up. It, it would probably come up in the bidding war of 2024. Of 2024. <laughs> um, uh, the thing I love about MJF and many wrestlers who've done this before, but it's the most recent example is MJF, is that he says the same things over and over again so often that people say them with him during promos. Oh, yeah. because <laughs> It's he's, just very that's funny. That's what you do. That's the same thing as the like a catchphrase. The bidding of 20. I mean, he has like 28 catchphrases, I know, which that's I what love. He, uh, that's what you got to do. I mean, back in, you know, he... he utilizes them more smoothly like they make logical sense with what he's saying as opposed mm-hmm. to like in wwf attitude era where just i mean everybody just had catchphrases and they suck would just, it suck it because stone cold said so the rock the bottom says line, the rock says i mean the rocks like you know has finally the rock has come back to that was fine because it was he was introducing mm-hmm. uh his promo i mean chris jericho is a freaking catchphrase machine but it's also sort of meta mm-hmm. he does it like he he has a bunch of he's always got like four at a time he never keeps them for more than like hail the ocho hail the ocho and bottle of bubbly and what are his what are his ones right now uh, i feel he, like he doesn't use bubbly so much no anymore. he doesn't use the bubbly as but that's what i mean he only keeps them for like a couple months mm-hmm. and then he gets rid of them chris jericho is i try to remember this from my own like comedy career which is hard when you're not successful yet, because, <laughs> but you should always be evolving. Don't mm-hmm. like stagnate. Um, like you don't want to just do the same thing forever. Yeah. Like Jericho is always evolving. That's why he has such longevity in his career. He's constantly evolving. He's following like trends and stuff. Oh, yeah. He's never getting stale. Uh, yeah, he's got the Ocho right now. Remember, he was a the wizard. Oh yeah. He, he, oh yeah, he was a wizard. A fireball at you because he's a wizard. Oh, he yeah. doesn't even use that anymore. God, he was a wizard. <laughs> the champion. <laughs> the champion with a bottle yeah. of bubbly. A bottle of bubbly. A little yeah. bit of the bubbly. Mm-hmm. Um, in WWE, I remember he had because in like 2016 he had like a resurgence in his career because he stayed for like longer than usual and he was a heel, and so he started calling people stupid idiots. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had. The blank of Jericho, blanking in, man. And so he would just be like, the whatever, the shirt of Jericho, drink it in, man. And he would just do that. And so he would just replace uh-huh. those words. Uh, he had the list, which was one of the most over things he's ever had. Um, what was I, the list? Oh my God, the list is incredible. You should look up like a highlight of the list. Uh, he Would he just he would, list he would, things? No, he had... It was when he was teaming up with Kevin Owens and he was Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens was a universal champion. And this is one of my favorite things in wrestling ever was him and Kevin Owens as a team because they played off each other so well and they're both so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like the only good thing on Raw at that time was the two of them. And so Kevin Owens, so he would get like, def- he was like Kevin Owens sidekick sort of. And he would, I, I can't remember if it started before he was with Kevin Owens, but the point is, he would get mad at like Mick Foley was like the raw general manager and he would get mad at him. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, I'm going to keep a list of the things that you do that upset me <laughs> or, you know what I mean? And so he just started carrying around a clipboard <laughs> and he would have a pen with him and he would be like, if somebody made him mad, like if Xavier Woods made him mad or something, he'd be like, you know what? You just disrespected my friend, Kevin Owens. Do you know what happens? You know what happens when you disrespect my good friend like that? You just made the list. And then he would click his pen and then he would write their name on his list. And he would just, and it just started, it was just a thing he was doing. And then it became a fully branded thing. Mm-hmm. He had a clipboard that said the list of Jericho. And then when Kevin Owens turned on him at the Festival of Friendship, 
Oh no, not the festival of friendship. Jericho had a festival of friendship where he painted, he had painted no. a, a, a Sistine Chapel thing of like God and Adam or whatever uh-huh, that, yeah. touching. Like it was him and Kevin Owens. <laughs> uh, and then Kevin Owens, he, he was like, I got you this and I got you like a sculpture too. And then Kevin Owens was like, you know, I really, I didn't do anything for you. You know, I feel bad. I got you this little present, but that's all I had. And it, he gave him a list because Jericho had been kind of annoying and he sort of accidentally got Kevin Owens booked in a match against Goldberg Mm. who sucks, but also is like almost nigh invulnerable in WWE. Mm -hmm. So Owens is mad at him about it. And uh, he was like, oh, I just got you this little present. And Jericho pulls it out and he was like, oh my God, a new list. This is great. And then, and then he goes like, wait, why is my name on this? And then he like lifts it up a little more out of the box and it says the list of KO oh. Kevin Owens and then Kevin Owens beat the shit out of him and like it was so heartbreaking and sad oh um, yeah no it was and then that match should have been the match they had was for the US title at Wrestlemania should have been somehow I, I went into almost a French Canadian accent there which is funny because I'm talking about Kevin Owens the match they had should have been for the the US the Universal title but mm-hmm. um uh it was for the US title it should have been for the Universal title but Stinky Goldberg had to come in and ruin everything. And oh, anyway, Stinky Goldberg. Uh, I know he's MJF's favorite wrestler. But all right, I'll let you continue talking about current day things because yeah, otherwise I'll get us distracted on all the wormholes I'm I mean, falling this down. More this week. fun. I don't really have. I mean, I have stuff, but this is part of what we're going to talk about. I don't know. Sasha Banks and sometimes Naomi watch. Naomi's been very quiet. She has. She really hasn't. Well, she was at Sheamus's wedding. She was at Sheamus's wedding. Um. But I wasn't there. You weren't there. It was so weird I, you weren't invited. I know. It was weird. Drew McIntyre was the best man. Or I he know. was in the groom part. I can't remember if he was best man or not. But he was up there. I really thought I would have been Seamus' best man. I really thought you would have at least been invited. Yeah. At, at least, least. At least invited like the night before the rehearsal dinner because somebody else backed out. Yeah. You know? Which really happened to me once. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it happened. it's happened to me once too. We've both been on the B team on the B team for uh, <laughs> for wedding the backup team the if there's time team yeah we've both been understudies for wedding guests yeah before. yeah we've both and you know you know not been able to make it so that was good for us that we had plans. oh yeah the one that you got invited to you well it was just oh, you, you who was invited to you, that one I think you were invited on your own I didn't ask if there was a plus one because I was like oh, I'm not gonna go but it would have yeah. been funny if I didn't go and then you went went and without shut up in your i just place. couldn't go i had we had something that night and i couldn't i couldn't go yeah so it was literally like the day of yeah no um, i know but uh, anyway what were you gonna say what did sasha do uh she just wasn't at survivor series even though it was um no it was and she Boston. wasn't at raw on monday even no. though that was the building they walked out of and everybody yeah. thought they were gonna come back but it's and like boston not. is her hometown so i would i was thinking maybe she'd show up i did see i put on raw for a second yesterday and i did see mia yim Mm-hmm. who doesn't really look anything like Sasha Banks, but at like a glance, she had like yeah, blue the, hair. The and bright I was blue like, hair makes your... Yeah. yeah. And I was like, is that Sasha? But it would have been weird if she was just in she this big multi She did finish um, her training in Mexico City. She was mm. training with those guys down in Mexico City. Um, and based on her Instagram, it looks like she finished that training and she was down there for a few months. Yeah, wasn't she doing uh, stuff for a movie? That's what I was told, but, but I don't think that uh, is. Was she doing? It, was she doing lucha training? Was that what? It, that's what it looked like. I mean, she was training with them, like you know, like lucha. Like there, she was posting videos of her doing moves and stuff. And interesting. So she's been training. So I assume she's training for something. You know, I would assume yeah. that she's. You know, I would love it if she, if out of all this, she ends up in like AAA or CMLL and just. That would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, of all the play, like, just you know, that would just be like pure. That'd be so pure. You know it could I mean? also like, just, she just be wants like to do that. You know, it could also be a thing but. where you know maybe she's still in the midst of negotiations or figuring things out, and she's just wants to stay on top of her game and show videos of her doing her thing and prove that she can still do really yeah, awesome. I think stuff. she's really good at marketing herself and yeah. maintaining her her SEO. Yeah, I think um, that's part of what this probably is. It's yeah. probably a move to keep her top of mind and show that she still she still got it. Yeah, and that she's not just like sitting around because there there are some clips she shared of her doing moves that I was like, whoa, yeah. um, like it was very cool looking stuff. So I really hope we do get to see her in the ring soon because I want to see some of those moves. Yeah, 
I'd love to see your moves. I would love to see her moves. And um, I want Tony Khan to hire her. But then, I, uh, I, you know, but then at the same time, you think like, well, who in AEW would she fight? We've had this, we, you and I have had this debate I mean, many times. She'd, she'd be really great for AEW. Would AEW be really great for her? I mean, I think it would. I think it would be fine. I think she could have some great matches. But I think the problem that you and I have debated many times, and you've brought this up, and I think you're right about it, is that the problem is Soraya came in. And so now there's no real top dog spot for a former WWE superstar that doesn't pit them against Soraya and just make it a weird, like, is this just for old WWE people? It's also funny because I know Soraya. Oh, is it? Is it Soraya? Yeah, apparently. She had a, uh, I think she had a history of some issues, like um, injuries. But I think the thing that sent her into retirement was literally like an injury from Sasha Banks. Yeah, um, but Sasha so, posted no. about her, didn't she? No, I'm, I'm yeah. not saying they hate each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a little weird though. No, but uh, I'm also not blaming Sasha. It's like stuff happens. No, yeah. Soraya was Paige was not like she had. She was already like I think in a sensitive mm-hmm. physical spot. So I'm not. I don't think Sasha. Didn't Did, was the Ronda Rousey the one who hurt Sasha's shoulder? Probably, I don't know. I I don't remember. I can't remember. It was one of those girls. It was either her or Rhea Ripley or it probably somebody. If it was but, if it was Ronda or Rhea Ripley, it was definitely Ronda Rousey because she's just yeah. I think it was Ronda. Rhea somebody, Ripley's a wrestler. Yeah, somebody caused her big shoulder injury. Ronda Rousey in also. Ronda Rousey does stuff like Brock Lesnar, like to the level of like they both look really reckless. Mm-hmm. The thing about Brock Lesnar is he is a trained wrestler and he mm-hmm. is very good at professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I think even when he looks like he's being totally haphazard and super unsafe, he's actually being like very safe. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Rhonda has that like um control. Yeah. Uh maybe she does. I don't I don't know. I just and also Lesnar only trained for, you know, a couple of years before he was he literally was only in WWE for like four total years before he left. Mm-hmm. He trained for like two years and then he was on tv for exactly two years like Mm -hmm. march 2002 to march 2004 when his contract probably expired no he left before his contract oh weird he wanted to he just didn't want to he like got out of it and then they they let him out Mm -hmm. early because he was just getting stressed out from being on the road and i think he was doing some like pills and stuff and Mm -hmm. he was like i gotta get out of this because he doesn't really have like a passion for wrestling yeah he just is good at it and they'll pay him for it um and so he left in 2004, and then they uh, they were like, fine, we'll let you out of your contract, but you can't like go wrestle on TV anywhere or whatever. And then so he goes to New Japan, and he's just like main eventing in New Japan, <laughs> and mm-hmm. is like the champion, and then they suit him. Mm. Uh, and then I can't remember what happened. I think it got dismissed or some- something, but they had, or I don't know, they ended up suing him at- about it because he broke his like non-compete clause. Mm. And then he went to play football um, and a bunch of other stuff. And then he went to UFC. But um but yeah, I don't know. I look, I'm not trying to knock Ronda Rousey, but she kind of sucks and I don't know. I don't know if she's like I'm not saying she hurt anybody, but she mm-hmm. it's certainly in the realm of possibility that she hurt Sasha Banks. Also, Sasha kind of injury prone. She gets hurt a lot. She's very small. I'm going to look this um, up right now just so I can make sure I'm not s- slandering anybody. I've seen I've seen Sasha like there was a Hell in a Cell match with Charlotte and and Sasha Banks, which was a really good match, but Sasha was just like so small that she kept Charlotte kept like drilling her into a table and it just like wouldn't break oh no <laughs> she kept like bouncing off and it's like this is so much worse than if the table was breaking yes banks suffered a separated shoulder following her match with ronda rousey at royal rumble 2019 quote she picked me up twisted me and just pulled my shoulder up when i landed at the end i just felt heat and a rush of flowing water going up and down my arm yeah she messed it up was the quote that sasha banks uh, yeah see that's what i mean especially because that would have been like ronda had not been training very long Mm-hmm. Should not have been in a, in a in a match like that. And Sasha does a lot of really acrobatic stuff. Yeah, and so she, she just needs like, a partner who's probably aware of you know how to handle that. Yeah, I mean Ronda Rousey often does like a lot of those like judo like jujitsu throws and judo throws and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like that she can be really dangerous if the other person doesn't well, know what to do it because you could pull somebody's shoulder. That's out. the thing about these MMA fighters that I don't like is like too. Yeah, well that's the thing land. about the MMA fighters that I don't like too is like their goal when they're doing MMA yeah. is to hurt people. A lot of MMA like, fighters. That's their goal. A lot of MMA fighters have noticed have like really bad. Uh, what they call it worked punches. Mm. A worked punch is just you know a fake yeah. punch mm-hmm. or whatever. 
but like a lot of them don't know how to do it well. They're either way too hard mm-hmm. or way too soft and unconvincing mm-hmm. because they're either like don't know how to pull their punches or they're trying so hard to pull their punches that they, and they yeah. like don't know how to. Because like throwing a word punch is, a, is an art mm-hmm. in and of itself. Yeah. Some people have incredible. Who the hell was I watching? Triple H has like a great one. There was somebody else I was watching that was also like amazing. And I can't remember who it was. It was like an older wrestler who I haven't seen a lot. Dustin Rhodes is really good at it. A lot of people are good at it, but they're like Baron Corbin actually is very good at it. But they're they're just like you know it's sort of an art mm-hmm. form. I remember Ric Flair it was is an art like form. saying that he he practiced punching by he hung a string up from like a doorway, or and and he was like I just kept punching the string every day. Oh, until the string didn't move that's so smart yeah so that he wouldn't you know because it was like you wanted to look like you're nailing somebody but you don't uh-huh. actually want to hurt them yeah even john moxley when he was training i remember him telling a story when he was first training wrestling he was like because he's very even though he's like knocked out adam page and all that stuff he's in the pat and he can he has these like pretty intense looking matches mm-hmm. but i think he's pretty much he's a pretty big advocate usually or at least i've heard in some interviews say like it's fake and like you should not be trying to hurt each other mm-hmm. and it's like he was like the guy who trained him was like it looked like he was taking my head off but it looked but it was like somebody was like tickling me with a feather when he mm-hmm. when he punched me you know yeah. you just want it to look good you don't want you want it to well, look because we the audience don't actually want to see someone get horribly injured no, but as I, we've proven every time someone does get horribly injured yeah the crowd falls silent exactly <laughs> but we do want it to look like it we want it i don't want to be able to like see it. the holes you know yeah what I mean? no totally it, it's performance same, it's same like in the movie it's a play or a movie yeah. or something we want to be swept away by the magic by the way you mentioned dustin Rhodes, so that gives me an in to mention that i listened to him on chris jericho's podcast <laughs> yeah, so uh recently and I didn't listen to the whole thing because I'll be honest, like I love Chris Jericho, but not that much. Uh, I learned. <laughs> yeah. <he's... laughs> no, no, it was fine. Some it's his interviews fine... are good, but. Yeah, no, it's fine. I think when he talks to other wrestlers, it's better. I tried to listen to a couple episodes and I just wasn't feeling it. But the Dustin Rhodes one was funny because Dustin Rhodes walked us through the time he saw a chupacabra. Not only did he see a chupacabra, but he knows a lot about chupacabras. Like a fictional animal. When they, when they, no, but when they stand on their back feet, they can reach up heights up to five feet tall when they stand on their back feet. And <laughs> he cornered the chupacabra in a cave, which is a mistake he learned. He said that mistake, you never want to corner them because that's when they get mean. Isn't that true of most animals? I think so. I don't think there's a single animal that enjoys being cornered. It was just, it was just funny because he was kept talking about chupacabras like he knew science about them. Yeah. <laughs> and again, a fictional animal. Uh, they're not. And, and then Jericho interjects like, yeah, I think they said some of those are just coyotes with mange. <laughs> and like, he just was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, brother. Yeah, no, it was, it was very funny. Um, I recommend it. All right, well, check that out after you listen yeah. to this. Um, well, for Sasha, though, apparently, I was just hearing that, like, the talks have, like, kind of fallen through and they're they're kind of at an impasse right now or something. That could be bullshit. I don't know, but yeah. that's what I've heard. But also, I was hearing that they, they, like, piped down through the audio production some of the Sasha Banks chants at Survivor Series. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure people, because people really want her back. It drives me nuts. Like, what are they doing? I like, know, that's I like wonder, the, one of the number one people that they should have back. They keep, and every time I feel like Triple H or anybody has spoken about it, they keep making it sound like it's up to her, which I'm like, maybe it is, but. I mean, I'm sure she has like, other stuff going on, but it's like, you could give her like a part-time thing or something. Let her do yeah, whatever I mean, she wants. She's a star. Roman Reigns showing up four times a year. Like how much? Yeah. And he's much... not even doing movies. He's yeah. just taking time off. Yeah. Like, like how much not... like, you know, she would be out doing stuff. She'd yeah. be in star Wars or something. If we had Sasha, ba- like, I mean, even MJF only wrestles a few times a year. Like, yeah. It's a little we... weird. I don't know why MJF gets such, such... I mean, I, I know it's like, uh, well, he won't it do it. This... He's a prince. He, he won't is. do it. He, he, Cause he it's is. dangerous. He gets, he gets what he, that's his whole thing. Oh Yeah. Is that he won't do it because it's dangerous. Which, I mean, Sasha could have a similar thing where Maybe, she shows yeah, up yeah. and she's like, I'm not getting in that ring. I mean, Roman <laughs> Roman is like clearly like the biggest star. And he also has had a lot of health issues. So I don't, I, I with him, I'm like, yeah, just give him time off to be with his family sometimes. Because like, you know. Yeah. And he puts in a thousand percent effort when he is in there. There yeah. was a little thing where apparently there in the, in the men's war games match, mm-hmm. which was excellent, by the way. I know you. 
that you said that nothing happened in it, but there was no. It, I know things happened in it. I just no, you know, no. I just that like the I main do think thing the story that I was looking forward, even though it wasn't. No, yeah, I know. But the thing I was looking for was whether or not there would be a turn, an unexpected twist, and I feel like there wasn't really a huge unexpected twist. No, but I still think the story was told really well in the direction that it it should go, which is mm-hmm. that Sammy needed to. Sammy Zayn needed to like earn the trust. Become fully used. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Become fully used. Yes, yeah. fully used. Um, and uh, but there was a spot where Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns are slapping each other, and mm-hmm. there was like a pretty hard slap from Owens. And there, I did see a little thing where Roman Reigns was like pissed about it later because he mm. thought his eardrum was ruptured. Oh no! Uh, and then, but then like it so quickly di- died out from like <clears throat> such clickbaity mm-hmm. headlines it was like Roman Reigns upset with Kevin Owens after spot and and it literally is just that he was like cursing about his ear or something when he got backstage mm-hmm. and then they checked him out and he was all right and then he immediately like calmed down and there's like no there's no issue it seems like Kevin Owens just accidentally slapped him in the ear mm-hmm. and that's it yeah and it was fine um which happens well people are primed for that backstage drama now i know they wanted it to be like and it was like there was no there was no cm punk um being the elite thing uh apparently the elite the last like two weeks on their being the elite youtube show which has since resumed since they've come back mm-hmm. have been utilizing the fuck cm punk chants uh <laughs> and referencing them a lot but this one apparently was about them uh, the one was about their return at full gear with the Foxy and Punk chant, and the other one was about them going out before Chicago and trying to like figure out because it's going to be a hostile crowd how they should, how they can like win. And they were like, if the crowd turns on us, we're definitely going to cheat to win because we're not going to be able to focus, which is yeah. very funny. And they used the Foxy and Punk chant again, but it's also funny because Kenny Omega was like, "Don't worry about the, don't think about CM Punk versus the Elite. We should all move forward." And they mm-hmm. keep doing this, but I think it's just because they had to do with Chicago. I don't think they're going to keep referencing Punk moving forward, mm-hmm. but. I mean, we'll, well see. can I ask you something? Yeah. About something else I saw recently. Yeah, sure. With AEW. Death Triangle, mm-hmm. right? Versus the Elite. Mm-hmm. How many hammers do these people have? Well, there's the... I mean, there's the one... There's too many. There's so many hammers. There's the hammer There were that, two hammers in the last one. There are the hammers. There's one hammer that the ring bell... That the timekeeper has to ring uh-huh. the bell which I think Pac usually keeps stealing, but it did seem like Penta or Kenny Omega, one of them, somebody had a hammer. There were two hammers. Yeah, two I people think, had I hammers. Pac stole a hammer from the ring bell guy, but it did seem like somebody else, maybe the timekeeper had a second hammer and then they all still stole that. He's like, this time I got my own backup hammer. And then they stole it from him too. And he's like, <laughs> maybe, oh, poor Gil. Maybe they should like, have a bell with like one of those attached things, you know, like yeah. where or they, they can ring it. Or they could do like GCW and just let's literally a YouTube video that they play. Yeah, bell, so. I, like, maybe they just don't need a hammer. Right, Pack would be screwed bells. if he went back there and it was just, we, we just mu- have to take the computer yeah. and get him with that. <laughs> we must have the technology to operate bells without a hammers. A self-ringing bell? <laughs> or like a button, a sound effect? I don't know. Uh, anyway, I think the hammers, they got to get rid of those hammers. That's just, They're too dangerous. That's too dangerous. And also, it's just no fun. Like It's like, mm, don't hit each other with hammers. This is wrestling. Well, that's the whole point. They're heels. They're I cheating. Know. They're, they're working I know. you. This I is, know, but I just don't like that. I don't like it. Yeah, well, they're cheating because you're not supposed I to mean, like. I mean, we em. had the MJF brass knuckles thing, and I feel like that was the that was the hit in the head with the solid object moment that I'm that I think. I mean, technically, Pac's been doing this for months. I know. I'm just saying, I don't love it. Yeah, well, I think it's just it'll just be this story, and then it'll be done. I think this is just uh, for right. this series. Of it's matches. fine. I'm just expressing my opinion. Okay, that's fair. Is it fair, or do you want to correct me? No, I'm not trying to correct you. I'm just trying to tell you you're getting worked. I'm not getting worked. You're getting worked. I know it's not a real hammer. I know it's a ghost hammer that they conjured from another dimension and that it would go right through them if they actually tried to hit each other yeah, with that's it. that's what a work is. I know that that is true and that the other one's a hologram. Remember when Doctor Strange worked Thanos? <laughs> um, What else did I want to talk about? I mean, I Survivor know. Series is really good. It was a really good show. Um... Uh, uh, I mean, I think we've actually talked about a lot of the things I wanted. They did do the press conference, which I didn't really watch, but apparently it was, uh, you know, fine. I don't know. I didn't really look into this press conference situation. <laughs> well, I just hope they huge keep update doing, there. Yeah, I hope they keep doing um, it. Press conference was fine. Yeah. 
But Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn had a little promo thing on Raw. The the Usos came out with Sami, and Jay Uso said that he fully respects and accepts Sami now as part of the bloodline. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Owens is like, they're going to turn on you someday. You're not really part of their group or part of their family, mm-hmm. but I'm done with you as a friend. Even <gasps> Yeah. And he was like, I don't blame you for turning on me because I've turned on you and done terrible things to you, but... I'm just done. I can't do this anymore. Oh, no. And so, but then um, it's it was also funny because then that led to Jey Uso because Jey Uso was like, if you got a problem with Sami Zayn, you got a problem with main event Jey Uso. And then so they had, a, he and Kevin Owens had a match in the main event. And it's funny because WWE, I watched a little bit of Raw. It's definitely much better. It still feels like WWE, but it's just mm-hmm. like things are more coherent mm-hmm. and there's like purpose to everything and people aren't just like made to look stupid all the time. But they are still doing this thing where they know you know how AEW is like here are all the matches for the for dynamite that are happening mm-hmm. and here's like we're gonna hear from john moxley too and everything's kind of yeah. like planned out and you like know what to expect and like sometimes there is maybe a, like one or two surprise matches that they didn't advertise but they're like sure whatever but the wwe still does this thing where it's like they didn't in kayfabe they didn't book a match for the main event mm-hmm. so they just like are able to book that match on the fly because two people got mad at each other. Yeah. And they the wrestlers can just make that match themselves. There's no governing body. It's mm-hmm. like if two baseball teams are just like the Mets pissed off the Yankees and the Yankees are just like, I want, we want to play a game and they just yeah. go play a game. And so they're like, it's just funny that it, in the reality of this world, this billion dollar company went into a live TV show mm-hmm. with no main event booked just hoping that somebody would get into an argument and yeah. book a match themselves. And I don't know what the plan is to like just end early. It's like if SNL is like, we don't have enough sketches for tonight, but you yeah. know, hopefully no. somebody thinks of something. Actually, Coach Danny Cage, who I follow on Twitter and who also follows me, he's a very cool dude. He runs a wrestling school out in um, Pennsylvania. I am pulling him up because he posted this video that I want to play for everybody. Um, he coaches it monster factory oh yeah i was gonna uh, say the monster factory yeah um anyway he posted this video that made me laugh real hard because it was like oh my gosh he posts so many videos danny what are you doing man i mean i appreciate it but now it's taking me time to find this um, too much content but it's basically like the opening of one of the old saturday morning like wrestling shows with macho man randy savage and he was like this is like what it would be because you wouldn't know who was going to be on the show until this opening when someone would say like what they were going to do and it was macho man randy savage talking about how his (laughs) manager what's his name the manager the lady elizabeth yeah had been attacked And he was like, now I'm going to show you. And I was like, that's so funny that like you wouldn't know who was going to be on the show at all. Uh, Is he is he like is it a promo or is he like coming out in front of the audience? It's a promo. Yeah. Yeah. So they they almost never did live in front of the audience stuff back then. or It was much rarer. Now you see I think during like the attitude era, they started doing like the 20 minute soliloquies in the ring. I found it. Um yeah, and I want to read Danny's tweet here because I thought it was interesting. I remember this like it was yesterday. Kids today don't understand that there was no schedule for SNME and we'd know well in advance that they taped one via after mags, but zero clue on when it'd pop up in place of SNL. I don't know what a lot of that means. Saturday night's main event. You ah. would know through Bill Apter. So like, I think he's Pro Wrestling Illustrated. He's like an old school wrestling journalist. Oh, thank you for chatting. And so he, uh, he would like, they would, put it in the magazine uh-huh. there was no internet so you couldn't like look up what the results were oh. and there was you weren't sure it was like they were like quarterly or something but they were kind of random and it would be in place of snl oh. so you didn't know and i remember my buddy uh who is a comedian massive like snl you know fan like me and like we have been mm-hmm. um and he was like, I used to get so, before he was like was into SNL when he was a kid, he was like, I used to get so many, I would just tune in every Saturday to see mm-hmm. if Saturday night's main event was on. And I would get so mad if it was SNL. And it was <laughs> almost always SNL because it's just, they would only do like maybe four, or a couple of Saturday night's main events a year. Because this is before they did like monthly pay-per-views. Yeah, I'm just going to play the first few seconds of this because I promised I would. Yeah, you have 
now enter the danger zone. East of Saturn, west of Jupiter, south of Mars, and north of hell, yeah. On the last Saturday night's main event, you all saw the Heart Foundation and the Honky Tonk Man viciously conspire to maim and injure my manager, Elizabeth, for their deeds and their audacity to believe that they could destroy the indestructible Macho Madness and make this vow. Vengeance is mine, said the Macho Man Randy Savage. Vengeance is mine. Hitman Bret Hart, you will burn tonight. Rise and shine, all you. Sorry, I'm not going to show you the King Kong Bundy one because it's like a two minute long clip. Sure. Um, that, that is really. I oh, mean, Hulk Hogan's on it too. How exciting. It is really fun. I mean, it is funny that they wouldn't advertise ahead of time like what the mm-hmm. card was, but it is less silly than going into a live show that night. Yeah. And having it booked by the wrestlers just on a whim mm-hmm. during the show. Because at least that, like, I still believe the company had a plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the rea- with Raw, it's like nobody had a plan. <laughs> yeah. They just let it happen. They were like, fuck, we ran out of time. We don't have a show. <laughs> if you have an issue with somebody, go out and say it. <laughs> if you want to make a match, go for it. Yeah. We forgot. Who it's, do you want to beat up? It's uh, Yeah. That's um, It's very silly. Um God, I love well, those old fun. like Randy Savage promos. Well, I think stuff. we're just about out of time. Yeah, here. there's not really a lot of time to talk about mm-hmm. much. Um, I did start watching the uh, New Japan Tag Team Tournaments. God help That's me, good. I did. It's okay. every day. I'm like four shows yeah. behind already, but it's mm-hmm. fun. They're really fun. Oh, well, good. World Tag League and Super Junior Tag League. That's great. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been fun. Mm-hmm. I did have an idea for a game. Oh, for us to do a game? Yeah. Okay, what is it? But I barely figured it out. Okay, well, then maybe we should save it for next time. Okay. Okay. It'll be fun next time. All right. Okay. Okay, well, do you have any final thoughts? Um, All I can think about right now is a clip I saw on Twitter a while back of Weird Al Yankovic um, having Macho Man Randy Savage on his show uh, on a, on a special he had um, where Macho Man Randy Savage had to fight a hamster. And um, uh, I saw a clip of it and it was funny because you see Macho Man Randy Savage like body slam the hamster and like you think the hamster's dead. But then I was reading the other tweets about it and people were like, no, it was really funny because apparently when when he pitched this to Macho Man Randy Savage, uh, Macho Man was like, man, do I really got to get pinned by the hamster? (laughs) And Weird Al was like, Weird Al was like. Yes, it's a joke, and he was like, "Okay." Yeah, they got <laughs> like, these. Those old school wrestlers were not always trying to protect their spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, got a jab for the hamster. <laughs> <laughs> That's very fun. I got to find that for Pro Wrestling Potluck. I got to submit that. Yeah, a, you should. It was really. Clip. Yeah, that would be. I bet he would like that a lot. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that was my um, only thought. Okay. In my head. It's a good final thought. All right. We'll All see right, you well, next week. Good night and good wrestling. Bye.